I'd have to go back to New South Wales country when me and the other three boys from my club, we were the same age and we made our national time for both our 4x50 freestyle and 4x50 medley relay uh, and we won the event and that was just, I've cherished that forever because that stuck with me and and I love racing the relays, I love the atmosphere so that's definitely the most by far standout moment of my career in the sport. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the podcast that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. Now, stay dry. This week, uh, we've got somebody who actually gets wet, somebody who's a swimmer. In fact, somebody who both swims and officiates. I'm talking to year 10 student Isaac Wilson who not only swims and is a technical official, but clearly he's still at school. So we talked to him about his motivation, enjoyment, and the challenges of scheduling all of these various activities into his life, and the reactions of his uh, some of his schoolmates. Now, it's pretty rare to find somebody that both swims and officiates. I was really interested to get um, Isaac's perspective on that. Uh, but before we got too far, I started off by asking him how it was that he first got into swimming. Well, I was in the water for, at a very young age. Mum and Dad got me into swimming lessons around age two or three, just at the local pool. Um, but then my sister was sighted by my coach and she eventually started to get into competition and then that I made my way through there and eventually started my competition around age eight or nine. And you are still competing today, are you? Yeah, I am still competing today. Um, Not as heavy as I am due to school, but like I'm still doing carnivals, uh, representing the club at um, all different levels. So I I still enjoy it uh, and it's a good way to get out and be social. So what's your favourite event and favourite competition? Um, a lot of people ask me this and I actually have to think about it sometimes, but it's mainly the long-distance events, so the 5K open water. Uh, I've done one 10K open water. I thoroughly enjoyed that swim. But in the pool, probably the relays and the 400 and above freestyle. Really? So you're definitely a very long-distance type uh, type athlete. And do you also do surf swimming? Uh, no, I've never done surf swimming um, down here in the south coast, out in Wollongong. But I've done a few swims by myself, like surf swims, a competition down here. So uh, not registered with a surf club, but yeah, to still do a couple of distance swims around the south coast. Now, you're still in education, I believe. What what stage are you at in your studies? Um, so I'm currently in year 10 at the moment, and I'm going through the process of picking subjects for year 11 and 12 and hopefully succeeding in the next two years. And how do you manage to balance your studies with your uh, swimming load? Because I'm sure you must have to do a lot of training in order to do a sort of 5 or 10K event. Yeah, it's very difficult, but... Um, 
I work by a system where school comes first and I come home, get into my homework. And if it's not done, I don't go to training. But if it's done, I go to training. Um, and then the mornings, it's generally morning sessions. But as if I've got plenty of homework, I'll stay back and um, go to bed late but not get up the next morning. So it's sort of operating on, you know, as I said before, school first, swimming second. Sounds like you've got a very good system set up there. Just out of curiosity, is your is your sister still swimming? Are the two of you in the family or others in the family doing this, or is it you on your own? Uh, it's just me on my own. Me on my own now. Um, she stopped swimming about two, three years ago, but still casually goes to uh, the local pool, maybe once a month or something, just to get in the water. Well, thanks for giving me that um, introduction. Um, the reason I was very keen to talk to you, Isaac, was that um, you're probably one of the youngest technical officials uh, that I've come across on the pool deck, uh, certainly operating at, um, at, at New South Wales level meets. And I'm really fascinated about how somebody who's clearly a uh, you know, very driven swimming athlete is also interested to spend their time walking the pool deck, uh, you know, doing that side of things. So perhaps you could give us a bit of an introduction about what, what attracted you originally to get into uh, officiating. Um, so I was, from memory, I was at a development training session with my area, so Southeastern Swimming Association or CESA, um, and there was the president that was wondering all our all the athletes if they were keen on coming down to a uh, carnival uh, for the development squad that was lower than us. Um, and I thought I'd put my hand up for it because I've done so much with swimming. I think it give back a bit. And I think that's a really important part for me to succeed in the sport is it's not just giving, it's not just taking part in the sport. It's about what you give back and everything. And I think, yeah, I really think that's important. It's very noble to be aspiring to something like that. And realistically, I know that a swimmer in full-time education who's also training hard, there's actually limited time in the, in the day uh, to, to actually do that. How do you manage to fit it all in? Uh, it's very difficult. I've got to pick and choose which meets I go to and which ones I swim at, which ones I technical officiate at. Um, and then obviously I've got to fit in school all around there. So... It's sort of that system that I go back to, the school, the swimming, and then the uh, officiating side of things. But I always try and find the room to equal it all out, especially the officiating side, seeing that I want to give back to the community. And um, I think coming through, it's really important that I do that. So, yeah. Very good. Now... Can you tell us a bit about which positions you um, you do when you're officiating, what you're qualified for, and perhaps which you find the most interesting? Um, the most highest accreditation I've got is judge stroke. Uh, but I, I find that very interesting and all roles interesting. You come across a lot of challenges and a lot of, you know... Um, how do I say it? A lot of 
there's a lot of scenarios that test you as a technical official. Um, but re- more recently, I've started to train for the uh, automatic operating equipment and recorder. And I think I find that very interesting and challenging because it works with technology and I have that confidence with technology. But when I see a problem, I can sort of see where it's coming from and how where it led to, where it came from and how to fix it. Uh, but yeah, I love every role and that's why I do it because I enjoy it. Excellent. Now, for, for judge of stroke, um, most technical officials at least from where I sit, seem to get into officiating as basically as parents, which means that their knowledge of swimming is 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 of a very rudimentary nature, or it's at least from having sort of sat watching it for 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 years on end. Um, now, you, you this, so it's comparatively rare to have judges of stroke that actually swim themselves. That must give you such a deeper appreciation of what the swimmers actually going through in the water how, how do you find that 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 helps you um well it was just for starters going through the rules because i wasn't really taught the rules when i was training i was taught how to swim the stroke not what the rules are so i had that background information on how to swim so when going over the rules and learning the rules, it sort of made sense where I would learn the stroke, I learned the sport. And then eventually as I've progressed on with all my experience I've got at the moment, it's, I understand the different strokes and what's wrong, what's right. But like still today, I come across a lot of different scenarios where I'm not too sure. And I will have to go ask that like, one person or a couple of other people uh what they think about it and it like even for me i find it very challenging but very rewarding at the same time now you must personally know quite a few of the swimmers that you observe when you're doing uh judge of stroke and you know, whilst the same is true for for older people uh like, like dinosaurs like me um you know they're basically your peers what is it? What does it feel like when you see somebody you, you know, one of your mates basically uh, do something uh, uh, incorrect in swimming, and you basically have to report to the referee that you've um, you've uh, you've seen an infraction with one of your mates? Um, I've had had this situation a couple of times, and it's not nice uh, if that's the way to put it. But I just have to go out onto pool deck with the mindset that. I don't know any of the swimmers and I try not to look at the program and what lanes they're in and what heats there are they are in. Um, but yeah, you you come back after there and after you finish your session you look through the program and what you've written down, it it, it strikes you when you see you've disqualified oh, you you've reported an infraction to the referee that's your mate and you know, it's 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 funny, but it's not. But yeah, I don't know because then they'll complain to you the next day or something, and yeah, you just get that feeling. But it, it has to be done, and that's just the status of the sport, I guess. Yeah. What do they say to you when they see you? 
Oh, they just, you know, bit of banter between us, and it's all good fun. In at the end of the day, so we we both accept it and we move on. Sorry, I'm I'm tingling a bit as you're describing this because um, a few months back um, I was refereeing somewhere and I had a report from a, a judge of stroke about a particular swimmer and questioned them and. Uh, asked them to write up the report so I looked down at the program and I circled um, the lane and saw that it was my daughter's name <laughs> next to it <laughs> so uh, I, I I think I've got a bit of an understanding about uh, about about that I like the way you describe it in terms of almost depersonalizing um, who it is in the water you're just looking at what that swimmer is doing and it's perhaps only later you realize <laughs> who you're actually dealing with on, on a human level yeah <laughs> so when you're officiating, in most cases, you must be working alongside people like me who are considerably older. What was it, what's it like working with a, with a group of, of older people? I, I think it's really beneficial because out in the future, when I come into the workplace and everything, there's going to be times where people are older than me, where people are younger than me, younger than me and people that are the same age. So it gives me that social ability to be able to interact with different ages. And I find that really beneficial for anything really. Um, and also just the community that I officiate with is just awesome. Like they're all caring and they're understanding of everything. Can they all treat you the same? And uh, I just enjoy that side of the uh, technical officiating part of the sport now your dad uh, also officiates what's it like officiating with your old man uh, it's it's a good way of revising over the rules we often talk about it a lot after a hard day on pool deck and everything and it's really enjoyable um, and he's the one that asked me about it when he wanted to get into it. And I said, go for it. You'll enjoy it. And Yeah, it's really good. It's good to have some, someone from your family doing it as well so that you don't have to pay for everything, going, taking the trip up and taking the trip home. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I certainly know that technical officials almost have a sort of common language and common understanding that when you try and discuss it with people that outside that circle <laughs> their eyes start to glaze over which is uh, so I can, I can understand that as being a nice and almost like a nice bonding exercise between you yeah so it's a good way to get out uh, just us two hanging out as father and son so yeah now as I alluded to earlier that there's relatively few people your age on the pool deck officiating I was wondering whether you could sort of speculate why that is or particularly looking forward, what it is the swimming authorities could do uh, to encourage um, more people like you to get involved. Um, I think when I first started swimming, you you look down at the pool from the stands and you don't see many kids because they're all time-consumed in, the, in their own sport. And I think it's just because I know my dad, he's very agitated up in the stands when he's not watching me and he's got to wait around for the whole day for me to swim two or three races. So I think that the parents try and get into that 
role of technical officiating, so they're not waiting in the stands all day, waiting for their kids to swim two, three races. They want to try and occupy themselves and have a good time at the same and have a good time. So, yeah, I think that's the main area I find when I'm talking to other technical officials. So, yeah. So do you see there's many opportunities to get uh, younger people more routinely involved? I think that there there is, especially at our area, because um, we are such a younger uh, athlete-based area where we've got more juniors and seniors. I think that when we go to development carnivals and qualifying carnivals where that senior athletes know they're not going to necessarily get a PB, they can chip in for the day and give back to the community like I was talking before, even if it's just uh, like walking around food for all the other officials or announcing or timekeeping, like little sections like that, I think that's the starting point for younger officials to come into the sport, how I did. Um, and especially creating that positive environment that'll keep them in there for longer. So, yeah. So in terms of your, your mates and peers around the club, um, how do they look at, look at you as, as an official? Do they think it's, uh, is it just one of those things? Do they think it's a, a bit odd or how, how do they, what do they think about it? I haven't really been asked that question a lot. Uh, but I think at my club, a lot of seniors actually quite enjoy it because when they're not too sure about a rule, they know they can come to me, they can seek for advice or they're telling, they ask me about my experiences and it's a good way to show a different perspective but from the same age. So I think it's beneficial for the club that there is a younger official in there so that there is, you know, that progressive idea where, you know, I'm at state as an official, but they're at state from a swimmer's perspective and we can sort of, like, contemplate the ideas of what they think the meet's like compared to mine. And I think it's yeah, it's beneficial from at my club and I feel like it would be beneficial at all the, all the other clubs around New South Wales and if not Australia. Sounds absolutely fantastic to me. Fantastic you're doing it. So, uh, looking forward, um, what's, do you have any ambitions in, in officiating? Um, I haven't really thought about it. Like, I do have aspirations of becoming a referee one day. Um, but I just take every meet as I go, and if I come across that I really enjoy a role or I enjoy learning new things, I will focus on that and build from there. And then when I get to the point where I think, oh, I want to take a new journey, I want to take a new path, that's when I try and that's when I'll try and think about where I want to go. But for now, it's just focusing on day by day or session by session and then go, heading towards my referees. Um, accreditation sounds very wise to me 
you're going to state teams uh, later this year, which is um, it's a sort of for those that are not aware, it's a sort of um, state of origin style swimming competition between the, the various states in Australia, and um, it's also a sort of national training school for for technical officials. Um, tell us, how are you looking forward to that? I'm really excited, but part of me is very nervous at the same time. Uh, it's not too far away, but I try not to think about it as uh, another uh, national meet. I try and think about it as just a normal state meet where I just do my normal thing and my normal roles and just follow through what I normally do. And I, sh- I should be fine and I sh- hopefully should enjoy it. I'm sure you'll have a fantastic time, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll discover that for yourself rather than people like me saying that to you. <laughs> so I'd like to move on to the quick fire round of questions, if I may, uh, Isaac. Are you ready? Yes. So question one, what's been the most useful piece of advice or equipment that you've uh, received during your officiating career? Oh, to tell Tough one. I've been given lots of advice, but I think the one that stands out for me the most is take each, uh, take each meat by each meat, and then whatever's thrown at you, you can like I can deal with it. I've got the confidence. I've got the experience. So don't be a don't have that lack of confidence to feel like you're useless. Now, the Technical Officials Lucky Door Prize is a bottle of wine or box of chocolates, which is possibly appropriate for people of my age. Um, what would you like the Lucky Door Prize to be? Uh, definitely the box of favourites. <laughs> <laughs> if you had your time again in swimming, um, what, if anything, would you do differently? Um. That's a difficult one. I haven't thought about that. Um, I'm quite... Uh, how should I put it? I'm very... Oh, I'm a bit stumped, actually. That's fine. Um, That's absolutely fine. It's uh, What that says to me is actually uh, you've got no regrets and you probably do the same again with no changes. Yeah, that, that's probably how I'd put it. I, I can't think of any changes, really. So uh, I'm happy with the way I've come and the way it's going so far. So, yeah, I couldn't change anything. What's your 50 metres freestyle PB time? Oh, I'm, I'm not that much of a sprinter and I haven't done a 50 free time, but from memory, it's a 27.9 short course. So that's as fast as I can get at the moment. And what's been your most exciting swimming moment so far? Um, I'd have to go back to New South Wales country when me and the other three boys from my club, we were the same age and we made our national time for both our 4x50 uh, freestyle and 4x50 medley relay uh, and we won the event and that was just, I've cherished that forever because that stuck with me and I and I love racing the relays, I love the atmosphere, so that's definitely the most by far standout moment of my career in the sport. 
And that's fantastic. And I think that's particularly nice because it's a 50 meter, uh, you were swimming 50 meter sprint, which you said was not not your chosen thing, but you, you love the atmosphere of it all. Yeah, that's right. Well, Isaac, thank you so much indeed for joining us today. Thanks very much indeed for your time. No worries, Ben. Pleasure. Well, just before we close today, I just want to check in to see whether your swim club website is working for you. Because we at Swim.Rocks have various websites specially uh, made available for swim clubs. They've got a news area, a calendar, a photo. They've got links to Club Lane and the, uh, the swimming registration system. They're all based on WordPress, which is the most popular content management system for websites uh, in the whole world. And uh, we've already got six swim clubs using um, the system, including Swimming New South Wales, who use it for their online training uh, system for technical officials. And we've got a couple more uh, swim clubs coming online over the next few weeks. Look, if you are interested, then do go to our website, swim.rocks. Have a look around and uh, see what options there are and just see whether something uh, may be of interest to you. And uh, do reach out if you have any questions. Well, thanks very much for joining us this week. Next week, we'll be talking to the Commonwealth Games referee, Sherry Smith. In the meantime, do please stay dry. Stay dry.